0: is not going anywhere. Crypto, I believe, and especially the blockchain that it's built on, is kind of the foundation of where our entire future is, is headed. There there will be a world in the future where the kids are going to say, you know, you mean you guys live without the blockchain? You know, th- they'll actually say that. Uh, and and so I believe that you owe it to yourself to, to at least get your toe in the water, uh, even if it's just to buy a little bit of Bitcoin or Ethereum and just to hobble it.
1: this episode of Early Bird, Dan Hollings, crypto investor and educator. Dan joins the podcast today to talk about safe crypto investing, including a look at the current state of crypto in 2022. If you're an investor looking to stay on top of the latest market trends, then you're listening to the right podcast. This is Early Bird, and I'm your host, Stephen Lerner. Before we get to today's discussion, let me tell you how you can save time and beat the market through Early Bird a free daily email newsletter featuring commentary about the latest trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and equity crowdfunding. Early Bird is designed to help individual and non-professional investors stay on top of all of the critical investing trends. The newsletter is 100% free and is sent to your email box each weekday morning. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird. Dot email, And now, today's discussion. All right, Dan, welcome to the Early Bird Podcast. How are you doing?
0: I am doing terrific.
1: Fantastic, Dan. Uh, we're going to talk today about the state of cryptocurrency in 2022, what it means for the average investor. Before we do that, Dan, let's talk a little bit about you, um, if you could, in 30 seconds. Um, tell a little bit about your background, your biography. Um, what should the audience know about you?
0: Well, the interesting thing is is uh, I don't have a background in finance or stocks or investing or anything. In fact, I have a degree in music used to teach guitar mm-hmm. at the University of Illinois for many, many years. But today and recently, um, uh, i have I went from being just a casual investor. Uh, in Bitcoin uh, uh, about four years ago into uh, being very successful with it despite it being a bear market or, or a bull market uh, and decided to take my ideas, put them together in a training program. And now uh, I, I own and run a very, very successful large international training company um, uh, called The Plan. And I teach people how to do crypto investing safe. That's the main thing, safe. Mm. And that's it.
1: <laughs> well, that's certainly important that it's safe. Uh, we're going to be talking a bit of that about that. Um, Dan, um, in, in your own words, what do you make of the current state of the crypto market in 2022?
0: This is the absolute best opportunity that we have seen. Uh, in my uh, opinion, having been through... Uh, every market you can imagine, I am just so surprised to see it where it is today. Uh, It's kind of, uh, you know, floating around at what I would call uh, a bottom or near bottom. And I see nothing but uh, blue skies and opportunity ahead of us, even though it may take us a while. uh, I think uh, this is a prime time to be involved in in the crypto space.
1: You sound extremely optimistic um, (laughs) about the space. Others have differing opinions. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the price of most cryptocurrencies, let's not sugarcoat it, have, has dropped significantly, and I understand the opportunity to buy the dip. Mm-hmm. But what do you attribute that drop to this year in crypto?
0: Actually, everything in the world seemed to drop uh, this year. And uh, I guess if, if crypto had been on another planet, I don't think it would have experienced the drop. In other words, I think it was affected Uh, by the stock market, by the economy, by uh, all of the challenges that we're seeing in the world today. Uh Uh, So I don't think that fundamentally uh, crypto, uh, you know, really was the challenge. Now, as uh, it was affected and started to drop, there were a few platforms, a few coins uh, uh, out there that uh, suffered some, um, um, you know, catastrophes.
1: Uh And
0: I think those got a lot of press. And as a result, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like we, you think about it in our traditional world. We have banks out there and everybody more or less trusts banks. But if you go back and look uh, over the last four or five years, there's been five hundred and fifty one bank failures. And and we're not sitting here talking about, well, geez, should we put our money in banks? Because I heard there were some bank failures. Uh, well, we've had some failures in the crypto space, but not five hundred and fifty or so. Uh, it, you know, it's it's been, you know, you can count them on, uh, on, on two hands. Uh, so I think it's just a matter of perspective. And because this is a new space, it has a tendency to get a lot of press and they tend to talk about the, the negative things. And so that kind of plants a seed of doubt in people's minds. And that's what keeps them away from something that uh, if you're looking at it squarely, as I do, uh, you see nothing but really opportunity as long as you play it safe.
1: Yeah, you're right. There have been. Uh, Dan, bank failures the past few years, for sure, um, as, yep. as always have, have there been. But I, I guess one of the big differences, and I think this is becoming uh, more into the more the shedding more light on this in the past few years is the fact that, yeah, there are bank failures, but they're FC, you know, they're they're federally insured. Um, crypto platforms are not federally insured, right?
0: Well, they aren't federally insured, but most of the platforms do have insurance available uh, these days that tries to replicate, uh, uh, you know, the federally insured, uh, you know, you know, safety net. Uh, it's just that many people in crypto ignore that insurance because you do generally have to pay for it extra. Uh, but yet, the return that you can make on your uh, crypto is so significantly higher than that little. Uh, pittance that you get at the bank, that there really is the money to pay for it. But I think because people don't go, uh, and do their proper research, they don't really, uh, you know, play it safe, which is what I teach. Uh, sometimes they get themselves in trouble because they're trying to squeeze every nickel of profit out without thinking that, you know, I, my, my, my rule of thumb is this, you know, play it safe first. And as long as you can make better than a bank, you're doing good.
1: Of course. Uh, now Dan, I'm not sure where you're getting your data, I'm seeing that there have been eight bank failures since 2019, you know, comparable to what we've seen just this year alone with cryptocurrencies. But but yeah, I mean, you know, to my understanding, please correct me if I'm wrong about this. If a crypto platform goes belly up, you effectively could lose everything. Right
0: you could lose everything if you made a critical mistake which is putting all your money in one place Uh. you know one of the first rules that you do uh in in any investment but especially in crypto uh is is diversity And so you've got to sit down and you've got to think, okay, I've got this much money, I'm going to put this much in a reserve, I'm going to put this much into uh, investing or proactive, what I call strategies, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to put this much into hodling, holding some of the higher cap coins, like a BTC or an Ethereum or what have you, holding those... Uh, and then also, you've got to decide where you hold them. Do you hold them in a hardware wallet? Do you hold them uh, in an online platform? Do you keep them in an exchange? Uh, so those are the kinds of decisions you have to think about. But at the end of the day, it boils down to diversity. So that if anything goes down, and uh, you know, and and you know that can't always happen. If anything goes down, that you only lose a small slice of your you know overall crypto uh, portfolio.
1: Got it. So so you know diversification is certainly the key. Um, you know I, I, I've been chatting with other retail investors lately and one of the trends that I keep hearing is that they're so bullish in cryptocurrencies is that a very large percentage of their portfolios are weighted towards cryptocurrencies even more so than a lot of you know quote unquote professional traders and, and analysts, um Mm -hmm. is is that problematic to you or is 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 that fine to be really heavy crypto at this point
0: um i i believe that you you still have to have a a a balanced portfolio in other words you do not want to put everything uh you know into crypto even though i'm going to be honest here the you know the lion's share of of my investment uh is in um crypto i have a lot invested in art as well uh, real world art but uh and a little bit in real estate but it's mostly uh you know in crypto uh, i i just think that each person has to do their own research consult your own you know independent you know investment advisor and all of that but just come up with a plan that works for you but it, at the end of the day here, here's the thing you know crypto's not going anywhere crypto i believe and especially the blockchain that it's built on is kind of the foundation of where our entire future is is headed there there will be a world in the future where the kids are going to say, you know, you mean you guys live without the blockchain? You know, th- they'll actually say that. Uh, and, and so I believe that you owe it to yourself to to at least get your toe in the water, uh, even if it's just to buy a little bit of Bitcoin or Ethereum and just to hobble it. Uh, what I what I precaution people against is jumping in too fast and thinking that you're a trader and that you can go in there and guess market bottoms and guess market highs and try to catch moonshots. That's where 95% of people lose their money. So, you know, tiptoe into it and take your time and, and and just just try to enjoy it and make it a part of your life so that you start to get comfortable with it.
1: Good advice. When we return, we'll hear from Dan about crypto strategies and how crypto could perform the rest of the year. But first, let me tell you where you can become a more informed investor through Early Bird, a free daily email newsletter. Early Bird has commentary on the latest events and trends in stocks, cryptocurrency, and crowdfunding. With Early Bird's daily weekday email, investors can quickly stay on top of the trends and beat the market. Subscribe to Early Bird for free at www.earlybird.email. Once again, that's earlybird.email. And now back to today's discussion. So, Dan, today we are talking about the current state of crypto markets in 2022. Um, you said earlier in, in today's discussion that um, about the importance of safe crypto investing. What, what is, according to you, what, what, how would you define what safe crypto investing is?
0: Okay, we're going to go back to diversity a little bit, but here's kind of my uh, formula, uh, you know, kind of a light version of it. Number one is uh, I recommend that people keep about 20 percent of their investment capital in a reserve, meaning that you it might be in crypto, perhaps a stable coin or something, but it's just not invested in any coin that's got volatility and you keep that reserve uh, to help you to handle markets that go down uh and uh, sometimes i tell people that the reserve sometimes could be looked at as opportunity money i mean how many times has the market dropped and dropped and dropped and you're sitting there thinking gosh i wish i had some money i'd love to buy bitcoin right now and you don't so a reserve can not only keep you safe but it also can be uh, opportunity money provided that if you ever spend it Your primary goal then is to start to rebuild that reserve back up. So that's one thing. The second thing is that make sure a certain part of your portfolio, I generally recommend around 30%, be invested in top market cap coins. I mean, the best of the best in our space, the Bitcoins and the Ethereums and the other top cap, and those should just be purchased and held. And it, and if you want to know how to purchase it, never go buy a lot of Bitcoin at one time. You're going to dollar cost average, meaning that, you know, maybe once a day or once a week or once a month, you're going to buy a little bit. That's going to give you your best average value uh, over the long haul rather than trying to guess, you know, market bottoms and things like that. Just dollar cost average it. And then take the, the rest of the money that, that you uh, Want to play in the crypto sandbox with, uh, and and use that for investment strategies. Now, I do not teach, and, and and I really don't get into what I call trading. That is trying to guess moonshots uh, based on some video or something I've heard someplace. Uh, instead, um, I I do use a lot of automation, uh, meaning. That I have software that I use. I teach this as well. That allows people to make small gains uh, off of little tiny trades over and over and over, day by day by day. So it's funny. People say, "Well, Dan, how, how have you made the, you know the kind of money that you've made?" And, it, and it's a significant amount. And it's funny, but I make it in nickels and dimes and quarters. I do tiny little transactions, you know, twenty-four hours, seven days a week using software that that uh, we teach and that's the way i make my money i don't ever go and just buy some and hope that two or three days later it's going to be worth something and try to guess when to sell it whatever Uh, i don't do that i have done it and i did that about four or five years ago and that's when i lost lots of money what i figured out is that if i make volatility my friend and i just make small amounts of profits ongoing ongoing uh that it's it, it it adds up and that's that is
1: what my secret sauce is. Mm, nice strategy. Good to hear that you've learned um, from perhaps some mistakes in the past few years and you've grown <laughs> since then. Um, this this year, Dan, 2022, you know, um, let's take a look at the bigger picture. You know, we have inflation. Um, the stock market has has been up and down all year, mostly down uh, depending on what sector you're, you're invested in. Um, and then we might be on the verge of a recession. Uh, given where the you know, economic uh, state is, so to speak, do you think this is the right time for the average investor to go into more riskier assets like cryptocurrencies?
0: Uh, the question, let me rephrase the question just a little bit, okay? I consider risky uh, uh, crypto. You know, you know, the, the lower cap, the, the new coins are going into something that you're not familiar with like NFTs, which uh, is a good thing to be in, but only if you've educated yourself first. I don't consider the higher cap coins, such as BTC and Ethereum, really all that risky. Uh, and no more so than, than the, the typical stock that you might pick on the stock market. But, but considering that, I would say that if you stay with the, the higher cap uh, you know, coins, the Bitcoins and the ethers of uh, ethereums of, uh, of, of the space. Uh, I, I think that that is a, a good investment. You know, there's, there's a, a fact that a lot of people don't know, but you know, over the last dozen years or so that we've had crypto uh, uh, as an opportunity, uh, at any point in time, if you had bought, uh, you know, Bitcoin and held it for four years, no matter when you bought it, you would have always made a profit. If you had bought it in you know 2010, if you had bought it in 2012, if you bought it in 2018, whatever, if you just bought it and just held it for four years, it would have always made a profit. So I see this as a space where you can make money and good money if you just don't try to get rich overnight. Okay. Don't try to get rich quick. Don't don't try to catch moonshots and don't try to pretend that you're a trader if you're not. You know, sit down, create a diversity plan and do things step by step uh get a mentor get a trainer get someone that you you know you can ask questions to or even get a partner uh someone that you can do this with and 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 work first on safety but then the second thing is just educate yourself so so that you're not taking the big risks and don't don't chase big returns if you if you get out of that, that that's what kills people they go for the giant returns and that's where your greatest risk, risks risk are just go for anything better than what you're earning in a traditional, you
1: know, uh, financial investment. Mm. I, I would just add one other thing. Certainly, speak to a financial advisor. Any new yes. investors out there getting involved in crypto? Um, Dan, given you know you're, you're certainly bullish on in cryptocurrency, are, are you saying that we basically reached the bottom in terms of the drop this year in cryptos? Well.
0: If you understood how I trade with my automation, you understand, you know, why the bottom is so profitable, um, you know, for for myself and, and many of my students, and it's because instead of picking a price point, uh, we use a dollar cost averaging system, and and we use a range. And so right now we're at this point where we're stretching our range down, uh, you know, about another 30 percent below where the market is at. And as long as we stay and if you think about where we're at, the thing would have to go down 30 percent more. And that's certainly possible. But uh, we're we've already dropped so much at this point that I, I can't see us really going all that much deeper so with the way the strategy it's a it's a grid trading strategy that i use and is through automation but because of that we it's like range trading and as long as we stay in this bottom range i'm just looking to get we call it making money off the wiggle as the, as the price just wiggles a little up and a little down and a little up and a little down, this grid trading approach allows you to just squeeze tiny little profits out as you go along. So my answer is a little different than those people that go and try to pick the winners and, and hope they go up and whatever. I'm trying to pick the ones that are wiggling you know a lot and are just – in fact, if they're trading in a range, and even if they're going down, it often doesn't really matter. It'll still continue to make these small profits. So my answers are a little different than you would get from a traditional trader who's just buying low and, and hoping to sell high.
1: Nice, good strategy, nice approach to cryptocurrencies, um, uh, Dan. Thank you so much uh, for coming on the Early Bird Podcast today to talk about cryptocurrencies here in 2022 and, and what investors should know. Uh, before we wrap up the podcast, I just have one final question, and it's the the big question for today's discussion. Um, that question is, Dan. Uh, Which superpower would you give to your arch-enemy?
0: Wait, which superpower would I give to what
1: now? Your arch-enemy.
0: Oh, wow. That's a crazy, wild question. Um, Oh, God. I think you may have asked me the first question that I got stumped on. (laughs) I think it's because I don't have too many arch enemies. Maybe that's the answer.
1: (laughs) Good. (laughs) Glad you don't have too many of those. Thank you again to Dan Hollings for sharing your insights on crypto. And thank you to everyone for listening to today's discussion. We'll be back next week for another episode of Early Bird. Have a great day.